I'm Neri. I'm 37, a mum, and I've recently found myself single again. As I've decided to get myself back out there on the dating scene, I thought I'd share my journey with you. I'm hoping that I can help others to know that they're not on their own. Obviously, it can be fun, it can be exciting, it can be exhilarating, but it can also be overwhelming and absolutely exhausting. I've decided to fill a podcast with dating dilemmas, stories, get my friends in, gather advice, and just basically learn how to date, but better. So here is Dating Debriefed. Hello, everyone. I thought today I would talk about endings and about closure. Um, I personally always feel that there's that line that just gets crossed and then it's done, isn't it? It's like it's over. And for me, I have to talk that through. So I, I thought I'd speak to you guys about it today because I did say that I would speak about the negative sides of dating as well as, you know, the funny uplifting things that we can all laugh about and I think it's really important to laugh about it all like we learn about ourselves with each relationship that we have we will learn something new about ourselves what we like and what we don't like and how we react and and for me this journey this time is really about owning my own bullshit and I I I know that I have abandonment issues um so I will tell people this so if I go into a relationship with somebody if I enter into that relationship I will say I'm going to be really honest with you like at the end if if I'm going to date you now at the end I would still like to leave it friendly so if you're somebody who's got to close the door and never look back then I'm going to find that really difficult to even enter the room with you um because for me <laughs> I just presume everyone's going to leave anyway so you should be good at the ending um but I'm trying to work on that I'm trying to work on it Anyway, I am definitely, when it comes to the end of a relationship, I'm definitely somebody who needs to talk it all out. So I will absolutely long text people. I will triple text people. I have no shame. I will cry it out. And I I will let them see that. I will let them see that I'm upset. Um, and then I pick myself up, dust myself off and carry on. And I'm, I'm okay with that. And I will always wish people well. I will always be kind. Um, I find you know, bad feeling, bad blood between people, really difficult. It's not something that I, I want in my life. So if just because we don't work out romantically doesn't mean I would ever not wish that person well. Um, always, always, always. And that that's me. Um, but I think it's about, yeah, just being kind to people. Like you loved them once or you had really strong feelings for them. So I don't think there's a there's a need to be anything else. But I know that I'm very, I'm, you know, it's really split with people. Some people absolutely close the door, they block, they delete, they never want to see that person again. And in some ways, I can understand why that's very healthy. Um, but I'm more of a person who will, what's that word? Um, oh, what's it called? Consciously uncouple. That's what I like to do. I like to consciously uncouple with somebody and wish them well. I have done embarrassing things at the end of relationships, like I was saying, with the the crying, the long texting, you know, wearing my heart on my sleeve, absolutely. And recently, <laughs> I'm going to share this with you because I, I don't know, maybe a bit of therapy. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to share it. Maybe someone else out there has, has done something similar where they've tried to be kind to someone and it's really fallen flat on its face. 
Um, so for me, my my story this time around is that I was dating someone. I really liked him. Uh, I was definitely falling in love with this guy. And I, I thought he was as well. So for for some reason, we ended it. It wasn't working out. We'd had, you know, he'd had a change of heart and I cried about it. You know, I, I long text him and I, I worked it out and I'd worked through that. And it was coming up to his birthday, we're in lockdown. And I just thought, you know what, like, he's messaged me a couple of times, he obviously, you know, maybe we could be friends. That's what I would like now, you know, I've, I've let go of the of the hearts, um, the heartbeat and stuff. <laughs> I'm no longer in love with him. So how about we can leave it on a friendly note. So it's lockdown. Um, he's not that close to his family. So I knew he wouldn't be getting any gifts. And I thought, oh, that's, you know, he's had a really, really tough year. So I, I felt bad. So I thought what I'm going to do is, I guess it was my closure, like of the relationship leading into a friendship. So I wanted to offer him that hand of friendship. <laughs> and it definitely went wrong. Like I definitely overstepped the mark. I didn't realise I was overstepping the mark, but I did. So I wanted to give him a card and some flowers for his birthday. We hadn't seen each other in about six, seven weeks. And I thought, you know, even if he's seeing somebody else, it's a bit too soon, isn't it, to get gifts. So it's lockdown. And I thought, OK, I'm going to I'm going to give him some flowers. So I bought his favourite flowers and I put a card in the in the bouquet and I was going to actually get it delivered but nowhere could deliver so I was like okay fine um I'll go and drop it off so <laughs> I buzzed his apartment and I just thought he'll probably be at work so it means somebody else can let me in I can just leave it not a problem and I thought if he is there then I'll have to ask him to just come down and sign for something because you know what if he's with somebody else how awkward's that you don't want your ex turning up so I was like okay that's fine that's what I'll do buzzed he came down and he lost his shit at me, like you would not believe. Like he was so angry that I was there. And he would just kept going, what are you doing? Like, what is this? What is this? And I was like, it's flowers. <laughs> and then he was like, oh my God, is there a card in there? And I was like, yeah, there's a card in there because it's your birthday. Like, I don't know what is happening here. And I was like shaking, like I was having like an out of body experience where I, I'd so clearly overstepped the mark in his eyes. And from my side, I was coming at it with like, you know, I'd like to be friends. Let's, you know, <laughs> I felt like, oh, just such a wally. Honestly, it was honestly as if his reaction to me dropping these these flowers off at his apartment was honestly like I was handing him like a bag of like human feces like it was that awful I was so embarrassed oh it was terrible and I was just looking at him like wow I don't know you at all I don't know you and I'm not recognizing myself right now because I obviously had done a stupid thing and it was like he was thinking I'm like some kind of crazy stalker I didn't even have matching underwear on. I wasn't like turning up there to try and seduce him. I was turning up there to say, hey, let's be friends. Yeah, that was really, really embarrassing. It reminded me of like when you're in like primary school and I remember giving this boy um, a little toy um, to say, because he was, he was an, well, he wasn't really like an ex-boyfriend. I couldn't say I went out with him, but he was a crush of mine. Like I really, really liked him. And um, I, I, wanted to be friends with him now and it got a bit like awkward because everybody knew that I fancied him 
and um and I gave him this little toy in I think it was like do you remember this <laughs> soap the soap tubs like you used to put like a bar of soap in a soap tub that is so random that I remember this but yeah and he he didn't like it and he gave it to somebody else and I was very sad because I was like oh I was really hoping we could be friends so in this instant when I'm there dropping these flowers off I was like oh gosh I feel like I'm back in the <laughs> back in the playground <laughs> Oh, it was so embarrassing. So I thought I'm going to share my obviously like, you know, that was a complete idiotic moment. It was not well received. And I'm just wondering if anybody else has done that as well. And just, you know, thought something was going to be better than it was. <laughs> and I guess I should learn that you can't be friends with everybody. Some, you know, some people that you date just don't want to know you afterwards. But yeah, I just find that really difficult. It's not something that I that I can understand I can see where people are coming from with the whole you know block and delete thing but I also just really genuinely believe that if you're in the dating game you know you're dealing with people's emotions you're actively going out into the world to find somebody who will share their heart with you they will share their emotions with you so I just think when it comes to the end if that doesn't work out on a romantic note, be nice, be kind, accept that people deal with these things differently. So if they are long texting you, let just let it wash over you. Let them say what they've got to say. Obviously, there is a line, you know, if they're starting to be really nasty and abusive, then absolutely, you know, you shut that down. You know, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that try and remember that you loved them once you were kind to each other once. So try and remember that. Try and remember to have a bit of respect for that person because they are hurting. And I'm not somebody, if somebody fell down in front of me, I absolutely would pick them up. So that's what I I look for in, in a man. And I guess if they're constantly talking shit about their ex or making out as if their ex is a crazy person and all of this, then for me... I think that is a red flag. So I'm definitely going to take that forward while I'm because I'm trying to learn and to see the red flags when they're there. I'm very much somebody who who can't do that. So I just think look at the way that they treat their ex because that is how they will treat you. And try to remember to be kind to people because it's sometimes it's heartbreaking. It, it's absolutely it's so sad when something ends. It really is. So yes, that's that's my podcast for today. Bit real, bit raw, um, but laugh at yourself because don't take things too seriously. I think that's the best way, you know. I mean, I embarrass myself loads, so <laughs> I might as well share those times with you guys. Yes, I'm going to review e-harmony today um because I I thought do you know what I'm going to I'm gonna pay for one I'm literally this time I'm gonna I'm gonna take it all really seriously and I'm going to pay because my friend Adira has recommended that I do that and I just couldn't do it I spent 25 minutes going through all of these ridiculous questions that they were asking me it was just really in depth and at first I thought this is great they're going to give me like loads of matches and things 
And then I thought at least you could scroll through and then see if you if you want to pay for it, because it wasn't saying that I needed to pay for it on the app at all. So I spent these 25 minutes doing it, uh, filling out all the forms. And then obviously all of the matches are that they give you um, have all been blurred out. So it, then it says, you know, you need to subscribe. So I was like, OK, well, I'll subscribe. And it was extortionate. It was so much money. It was like 100 quid. And I was just like, no, I'm I'm not going to pay that kind of money for like six months of dating. Plus, I think, do you know what? I think if the ones that you've got to pay for, if they were offering it on a monthly basis, so at any point I could cancel and any minute I could start again, then I would do that. Absolutely. But why am I looking at going, oh, OK, I'm going to be paying this amount of money for six months or a year I don't want to be a dating site for a year. I want to be on and off there. And to try and delete the app and delete my profile, oh, my goodness, it's so difficult. I couldn't – I actually still am on there because I can't figure out how to get off it. And I went – which I really think is terrible. I don't think it's very user-friendly at all. Um, but I just think personally there's – something that hinge says is like a dating app that's made to be able to be deleted you know because they want you to meet somebody and get off and then you will recommend that dating site um so i do think the dating sites need to be more user friendly in the fact that people want to leave them you know they it yeah i didn't i didn't like it i didn't like it um i think if it was like I was saying, if you could pay monthly, um, then I absolutely would give that a go. You know, if it was £10, £15 or something for the month, then I'd feel like, OK, well, you're, you know, you're actively going to match me with people that I've got things in common with. I'm going to meet someone, start talking to them and get out of there. Um, but six months, no, jog on. I'm not doing that. Um, and yeah, hopefully I will be able to delete it at some point. I still don't know how to. It's very, very confusing. They said that there's an arrow next to my photo. I can't find the arrow. I'm not very tech savvy, as my brothers will know, and my and my best friends. They're always happy to help me even to send emails. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not user friendly. Um, anyway, hope you're all well, and I will speak to you soon.